Hello, friends. Welcome once again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the first day of February, first day of a new month, and we start a new chapter. We have been working through the Abraham stories through the book of Genesis. We have taken little turns into the New Testament to let the New Testament writers help us understand these Old Testament stories through a new covenant lens. For instance, we've done that in the book of Hebrews with the Abrahamic story. We've done that in Romans. We've done that in Galatians. Um, It helps to look at the Jewish Christian writers of the first century and how they saw their own stories through the light of Jesus Christ and him resurrected and alive in their lives. When you and I read the Bible, we're doing the same thing in that we are trying to interpret it through the lens of Christ. We are not doing it from the same place because we are not Jewish Christians. We're also not living in a temple uh, sacrificial environment as they were still living in in that first century. And so we most certainly bring a different set of circumstances to the table as far as biblical interpretation, uh, different than they did, but through the same primary lens. And that's what is beautiful to me about the church, about church history, is even though we have different languages and different cultures and, and different points of view, we are linked back for 20 centuries to these believers who did what they did through the lens of Christ crucified and resurrected, ascended and seated in heaven and then living in their hearts. And you and I share that as well. So with that in mind, we take a look at the 24th chapter of Genesis where a bride for Isaac takes up the entire chapter. This is one of those chapters where we get the insight as the reader into what's going on from one point of view. Then we follow a character knowing what they know. We go through what they go through. And then we, the reader, have to listen to that character recount to the new characters all the things the new characters don't know, but we know because we've been reading the whole story. And that's why Genesis 24 takes up 67 verses, and it's a pretty good chapter break because everything you need to know about Isaac marrying Rebecca falls inside of those 67 verses. But there's a big portion of it in which it's Abraham's servant, who is unnamed in this chapter, but we know based upon Genesis 15 that it's Eliezer because Eliezer is the servant that Abraham says to God, look, I don't have a kid. Am I supposed to give everything to Eliezer or Eleazar, depending on your pronunciation? What we do know in Genesis 24 is the servant that goes to find Isaac's bride is the oldest servant in the house. And so it's probably still Eleazar. He will go out to bring in a bride for Isaac and he prays about it and he goes through the process. That's what I meant by you and I go with him. Then when he meets Rebecca, he meets her family. Then he recounts the entire story. He recounts Abraham's story. He recounts how he got to the well to meet Rebecca. He recounts Rebecca's conversation with him. It's stuff that you and I as the reader do not need because we lived through it. 
but it's necessary for the audience that Isaac's, or I'm sorry, that Eleazar is speaking to in order to know the background. So I'm not reading every verse anyway. Um, I just wanted to give you that overview of that chapter, and you might, as you're reading it, and go, "Why are we rereading? Why are we re-saying this?" And it's because the narrative is sort of playing out. You're getting to go on that journey and see it happen, um, almost in real time. You do, you kind of walk through it. The it's a beautiful romantic story in that Isaac is not to take a bride from the land that Abraham is in now at the time. In other words, the the land, what we would later call the land of Canaan, but rather he's to take a bride from his own kindred. And the only way to get a bride from his own kindred is to go back into the land that Abraham came out of to bring a bride out of that land so that he has a bride closely related, not a bride from the land he is living in now. And so this is a connection to family. It's also um, sort of an unheralded moment um, when we study this, when we study the Abrahamic story. I told you a few weeks ago that it's unheralded for the most part that Abraham is a Gentile. We don't think about that. Abraham's a Gentile when God calls him. But Isaac also goes to take a Gentile bride. In some ways, Isaac here is Jesus, a type of Jesus who takes a Gentile bride. And Isaac will not take a bride from the peoples of the land he's in. It's not his home, but he will go take a bride from his own people, more Gentiles. And in that respect, Eleazar serves as a type of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, And here's what I mean by that. Abraham tells Eleazar, go into the land of my descendants. He's going to send an angel before you, and you're going to take a wife from my son there. Verse 8, if the woman's not willing to follow, then you're released from the oath. Only do not take my son back there. We are not going back there to her. But if she will voluntarily come with you to meet us, then we will take her in as a bride. And in some ways, this is the message of the gospel. I'm not going to become a man again. Christ has become a man once. He says, I'm not going to become a man again, but I will meet mankind if they will join themselves together with me. I've done the work. If they'll join themselves together with me, we will be in union. And in this story, Eleazar prays, you can look at the details in the 24th chapter, and I encourage you to read it, of how Rebecca uh, is revealed to be the future bride of Isaac and how they go back to her home and they speak to her family. But something jumped out at me as I was preparing for this podcast. There's a shift in the 24th chapter in which we're, we see the story improve upon the situation that we had had, say, with Abraham and Hagar. Remember, Ishmael is born of a fleshly union between Abraham and Hagar. She's not the promise, promised mother, and she's not uh, a willing bride. She's a slave girl from Egypt. But whenever Rebekah comes out, follows back to marry Isaac, 
They say, if she's willing to go with you, we'll let her go. Call the young woman and ask her personally. Verse 58, they called Rebecca and said to her, will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. There's a shift here where the biblical story wants to show that voluntarily entering covenant is the only way God wants to do it. He is not to take her as his bride. She is to receive him as her husband. And then there's a meeting. I want to continue with that allegory a little bit tomorrow. And I want to get into another moment later in this story, right before that chapter ends. Um, We'll continue tomorrow. We'll try and close out this look at Isaac taking a bride from Genesis 24. I'll see you then. God bless.